plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Hey, listeners of the podcast, we've put together an exciting community where you can dive deeper into the content of every single episode. And for those of you who join this community from the podcast, we'll give you an access to a course we've just put together worth $500, all yours for free, while we're sending this out to our listeners of the podcast. Simply go to sellingwithlove.com forward slash podcast to be eligible to get this course for free. And we look forward to seeing you in the community. Thanks again for listening. And now, Enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to the Selling with Love podcast. This is your host, Jason Mark Campbell. I was giving some thoughts around an experience that happened while I was on a training with one of my students, and here's exactly what happened. They were struggling to sell a product that they had created and hadn't had any experience selling it before. It was an amazing idea. It was something that was quite unique in the marketplace, and they're trying to find that first person to say yes. And while they were sharing their pain, they had an experience where they got on a sales call with someone that was so perfect for the type of customer that they wanted to have. Checked all the boxes. This was an ideal client. They got on a call together and they had an amazing conversation where he explained all of the benefits, how it works, how exciting it is. And the person he was speaking to actually was showing indicators of interest. They were very acknowledging and understanding of what was being done and how it would be exciting for them to receive it. And so what he did is follow up with a proposal, which shortly after seeing the price point, there was a shift in energy and the person decided that they weren't in a position to move forward. Pause. This person came and shared this experience on a live session and thinking that they needed to go back to the drawing board and completely redo their sales process, their sales experiences, presentation, because they did the presentation, it resulted in a failure, so everything must be wrong, everything must start over from scratch. And I'm hoping you're picking up on the nuance here of what actually is going on is simply the matter that there isn't enough data to make a decision on if the presentation was good or bad if all you have is one case study. See, when you get started at anything, you're probably not going to be at the best. Common knowledge, but in sales, it hurts differently. The closest example of what happens in a sales presentation and if it's not going the way that you wanted at the beginning, the closest experience I can think about is public speaking. Now, most people have this fear of public speaking, but I want to share a story of mine, which you're going to notice for a lot of people that are amazing at public speaking, they have a similar story to what I'm about to tell you. And this is how it goes. I'm in my early years of university. I'm going to business school, so guess what? Presentations are encouraged and suggested in almost every class. And of course, we all hate it. I don't like speaking in public at that time. So what happens is, well, for those of you who see me on camera, you would know that I'm a fairly pasty white individual. And so when I get shy in front of a class, I will turn bright pink. And so the scenario in front of my classmates in university is standing in front of that class. And of course, I can't do a presentation without reading it from the front of the class because I'm so terrible. I completely blank out and don't remember anything. So it's a better idea to go and read it from a piece of paper, right? I'll be safe behind my piece of paper. It's going to hide me a little bit. So I'll feel a bit more comfortable. Well, 
The problem that I didn't think about is when you're holding a piece of paper and you're so nervous that you're shaking, you start to hear the paper making a ton of noises, which amplifies how uncomfortable you get. So here I am looking like a lobster, holding a piece of paper that sounds like a bell because it's shaking so loudly and I'm going through my presentation and it's so horrible after 30 seconds of stuttering that I completely stop. The entire classroom is feeling the discomfort of having to watch me be in such an awkward position. And I remember just taking a step back, turning my back to the class, taking a deep breath and then doing it again from the start which was one of the most embarrassing presentations. It didn't become beautiful or magical. It was still horrible, but at least I could finish it. And why I tell this story is very interesting because if you notice anyone who's got any level of a skill set when it comes to speaking in public, they always have some sort of origin story where they've actually were horrible at public speaking and then suddenly they become amazing. Interesting. There's maybe a clue. All right, let's look at something that's closer to sales. And for those of you who know, I love designing sales pitches and I love being able to hear someone's product or service. They'll explain it to me. They'll tell me who they're selling it to. And I can usually iterate a really amazing sales pitch that will make them go, oh my God, where did you come up with that? But again, we have to go backward in time. And this is when I had one of my first hardcore sales job, which was calling people that had requested information in real estate. I was returning the call from an inquiry they've made online, which is actually a really good way of generating leads. And I would follow up and tell them that what they're receiving has been sent by email and I would have a script and try to get them to book an appointment with a realtor. Great system. I was new at it. I was told this is going to be fun. This is going to be easy. But of course, I am terrified. I have to make my first call. And it took me about 20 minutes just looking at it, breathing heavily, sweating a little, having the script in front of me. And I'm like, all right, just just read the script. It's just another human. You're just going to talk. This is going to be great. I'm, I'm trying to pep myself. I wanted to do good from the beginning, right? And so here I am. I pick up the phone. I dial the number. And then I had my opening line. I was ready. And so the person picks up and I automatically feel like they're rude. And I think that's just my subconscious that is already projecting that I feel like I'm being rude when I'm reaching out. I feel like I'm being annoying if I'm reaching out to people. So I assume whatever tone they had was them reacting to my assumption. So I start reading. And of course, that shaky voice the first time I do it is still there. And I say, hi, my name's Jason. I work for ABC Real Estate. And I just wanted to let you know that that list of uh, hot properties and good deals you requested for is going to be sent to you by email in the next 24 hours. Is that okay? And they're like, uh, yeah, sure. Thanks. Bye. Click. And they hang up on me. And the moment that happens, my boss who had just hired me, this is the first time I'm sitting in to do the work, walks in to ask me a question. I am sweating. Again, the lobster face is back and I'm shaking and he's wondering what just happened. I'm like, the person hung up on me. I don't think I'm going to be cut out for this. I don't think I want to do this. This is not, this is not going to be fun. I'm going to be horrible at it. And luckily that man starts laughing and says, Jason, I swear this isn't usually how it happens, okay? But you got a lucky one, but now you know everything's gonna be better than this moving forward. And just do it enough times, you're gonna see it's gonna get better. Didn't trust him that much, but I was saying, hey, you know what? I might as well give this a shot. So I did it again, I did it again. And the first day for the small conversations I had, didn't close them, but it was not as bad as the first one, still pretty bad, but I got better, I got better, and now, 
If you give me a phone and a list of leads with a product of high quality that I can genuinely love and know that what it offers is so much more than what I ask in return, I will be unstoppable on the phones and I absolutely love it. So the clue here is that there's a certain level of repetition that needs to happen in every craft you want to perfect, particularly one where you are going to be communicating because there's always an instant feedback. We talk about being present, being an observer to what's happening. And if you can have a chance of recording yourself, yeah, that might sound horrible, but I swear if you can get the additional data, even in your beginning stages to be able to correct, improve, and know that you're on a journey and you just need to hang on tight over that little bump at the beginning, the resistance that most people don't even dare to cross. And there's always a pattern that when you start something, there's going to be resistance and you'll want to overcome it. Luckily, as a listener to the Selling with Love podcast, you can appreciate that selling can be a beautiful act of love when you know what you offer is so much more than what you ask in return. So the only gap to the greatness, the success of building up your business, making more sales, and really feeling comfortable with that element that you might struggle with right now, which is having those conversations, those sales calls, sales presentation, maybe it's doing webinars, it's okay to be a beginner. We all start there. Nobody will judge you or remember if you've done a bad performance, but you will see your progress over time. Have a bit of patience. And if you just needed a cheerleader, just like me, I had that one boss. Steve, I do recall you kicking my butt when I was thinking of giving up at the start. And thankfully you did, because now I am encouraging other people to discover the beauty of sales and how I can really uplift you and help you get everything that you want in your life. I would like to be that cheerleader for you to tell you that, it's okay. We start somewhere. The growth will be fast. You get to do this very often and you're going to be selling in no time doing beautifully. And of course, thank you for listening to the Selling with Love podcast. We have some amazing interviews coming down in the pipeline and we're going to make sure that we are supporting you with knowledge, the tools, the tricks. But of course, nothing beats going out there, practicing, improving, and doing just a little better every time. It's only over repetition that you'll be able to look back and say, wow. I got really good at this. And then the rest is history. Go out there and keep selling with love. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.